Phoenix Life podcast, we invite you to take a peek behind the pine curtain with us as we work to create a culture of supporting women in the East Texas area. Journey with us as we share experiences, create connections, and offer insights on life and business. It's It's all good in in the piney woods. another episode of ETX Podcast. I'm Sierra and I'm here with my co-host Holly. Hello Holly. Hey Sierra. <laughs> Happy summer. We're right in the thick of it now. Getting, We're in the thick of it. it. Swimming pools <laughs> and beautiful sunny days and exploring East Texas and trying to stay cool. Right. Yep. Kind of all, a, of those all those things. things. Yeah. Eating the ice cream and the snow cones. Yes. So fun. I do love that this time of year. I do too. I, mean, I, I do know too. it's so hot. I'm ready for cooler weather when it's by the yeah. end of summer. But I love I that too. we can go swimming. The longer days. So nice. The longer days. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So all the good stuff. So. Today we're going to talk about the 4th of July, our Independence Day, and I don't know about you or a lot of parents out there, but I find myself getting asked questions, a deeper dive into some of these holidays that come up that normally we just kind of take for granted. We know that the Mm -hmm. 4th of July is America's Independence Day, and that's kind of where the knowledge sort of drops (laughs) off, right? It's like buzzwords or whatever. So when (laughs) your 8-year-old wants to know more about the 4th of July, you're like, oh, well, well, all right, let's dig let's into it a little about bit. This. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, July 4th, 1776, the Continental Congress formally adopted our Declaration of Independence. So that is when we announced our separation from Great Britain. So the Declaration of Independence, if you didn't already know, was largely written by Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And even though the vote for actual independence took place on July 2nd, it's still the 4th because that's when it was formally adopted, became the day that was celebrated as the birth of American independence. So that's that little tidbit. tidbit mm-hmm. Signed by John Hancock first. That's, <laughs> that's why right. we say you Put John your John Hancock, Hancock on. That's right. That's right. And then... You know, red, white, and blue, of course, it's associated um, with our American flag, and that's kind of, you know, they're synonymous, right? You see the flag, 4th of July, they go hand in hand, but it's kind of interesting to know that that red, white, and blue, uh, it goes a little deeper, being the official seal of the United States. The Secretary, Charles Thompson, presented the seal to the Continental Congress, and he explained the significance. So... I think I knew this, but I didn't really remember. White is signifying purity. Red is signifying valor. And blue signifies perseverance, which they had to do all of those things in order to gain gain their independence. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a cool fast fact, too. Right. And then, um, so where did the fireworks come from? (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good question. Yeah. The first fireworks were used as early as 200 B.C., obviously not in America. Right. (laughs) Um, but some historians have suggested that India first invented the fireworks. Modern fireworks seem to have come to the West by way of China. And most of the early fireworks were simply repurposed military uh, munitions fired for entertainment rather than to frighten or kill the enemy. <laughs> although, although, as we know, some people do get frightened and or killed with fireworks, <laughs> with fireworks. So, or maimed. Yeah, yeah it can be mm-hmm. if you don't use them correctly exactly. for sure. 
Um, the tradition of setting off fireworks on the 4th of July began in Philadelphia on July 4th, 1777, during the first organized celebration of Independence Day. Ships' cannons fired a 13-gun salute in honor of the 13 colonies. Right. So it wasn't necessarily the fireworks we know today, but that's right. kind of what set that off. Right. right. And it's pretty. And so... Like you said, <laughs> while many celebrations go incident-free, emergency room visits peak on 4th of July due to fire-related incidents, and yeah. I'm sure a we've few libations those, involved. Yes, we've all seen those videos going around um, yes. after the fact. Yeah. I mean, I think we get so... Uh, we've seen fireworks so much that you forget about the danger yeah. that it is. Yeah, you and think, exploding oh, well, they're just selling them to me in a little, you know... <laughs> hole in the wall kind of building it, it's fine but it is important if it says to mount it on something you need to mount it on something right and preferably not your hand not your hand yeah. That's or not your friend <laughs> or yeah no so there were an estimated 10,000 ER visits due to firework related injuries and that's only from 2019 they didn't have uh, more current data for me but it was up 10% from 2018 so I'm just going to go ahead and assume it's just going to keep Keep going, going up. up. Yeah. <laughs> An estimated 25% of those injuries occurred on July 4th, but roughly 73% occurred from mid-June to mid-July. Yeah. And could we take a minute to do firework etiquette here? Because okay. Because I cannot okay. tell you how annoying it is to have fireworks going off mm -hmm. all days and at crazy hours, like yeah. 11 p.m., midnight, when you know, you have to get up in the morning and go to work. And, and they're not like sounds you can sleep through. No, it's not. No. And then it scares your dog. Yes, your Wakes kids. your kids up. Yes, not cool people. Not cool at I all. I don't have that big of a problem here in the city because there are ordinances. Yeah. Um, But you know why there are firework injuries mid-June to mid-July, right? Because in Texas... And this isn't the same in every state. You can only buy fireworks around those major right, holidays. Right. So like people New go crazy. Year's, Memorial mm. Day, Fourth of July. So people stock up on fireworks yeah. Memorial Day weekend mm -hmm. and just shoot them off all the way through yeah, July. For weeks at for a time. Weeks. Yeah. Weeks. Well, and the scary thing about that is 34% um, of injuries on Fourth of July are sustained by children under the age of 10. That's mm. not great. It's not good. No. no. Um, not surprising, though. <laughs> males are slightly more likely to be hurt than women, making up 57% of all injuries. Not surprising at all. Uh, that's why they pay more for their insurance, too. <laughs> so um, in 2019, the U.S. imported 54.5 times more value in fireworks from China than the U.S. exported as a whole. So basically what that's saying is we import way more fireworks mm -hmm. than we export. And the U.S. imported about $319 million worth of fireworks in 2019. Uh, so not surprisingly, China is the top exporter mm -hmm. of fireworks. But Spain, Hong Kong, Thailand, and even Germany are some of the top um, importers of fireworks. I thought that was interesting. interesting. Uh -huh. I wonder if... We, you know, the regulations in the United States are so strict. Strict, yeah, probably. probably 
and then we're just selling these fireworks on the side of the street on the side of the road yeah (laughs) missouri comes in with a bang as the state that shoots off the most fireworks in the united states i was surprised about that actually i kind of thought texas would take it only i mean you don't see missourians as yeah exciting Okay, we didn't mean it like that. No. Not, we just meant that that's not the state that comes to, to mind, mind for that's fireworks. True. It's not. I mean, I would definitely think, I don't know, Florida or Texas. Florida or, or Texas, yeah. The states that you see in the news more for doing crazy things. I'll that's put it true. that way. That's true. But the site's research shows that Missourians import more than 42 million fireworks, which means there are enough fireworks in the state of Missouri to shoot off roughly seven per person. Well, I'm going to go ahead and make a guess <laughs> that their ER is way busier than any other one. Probably. Then, right? Probably. Yeah. Now, I was wondering what the biggest fireworks display in the U.S. is. Okay. Well, this says that the annual Macy's 4th of July fireworks celebration in New York is the country's largest pyrotechnic show with fireworks shot from multiple barges along the East River near the Brooklyn Bridge. I had no idea. I mean, to me, I think Macy's that Thanksgiving is, parade, that yeah. stops and ends, you know, I don't know. I again, know New York is not where I would have expected it to be just because of the concentration of, of so many people. Yeah, but it makes sense if they're Maybe shooting them off. Maybe their ER is pretty. Well, <laughs> if they're shooting them off in the, the river, river. That's yeah, not that. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's your favorite fireworks show you've ever been to? That's a really good question because I feel like in the last several years, I have sort of ducked out of fireworks shows because Mm. of it's kind of a pain. You know, Mm -hmm. it's parking, it's people, it's waiting, it's hot, it's this, it's that. So we have um, kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So back on the West Coast, there were some organizations that would do really nice fireworks shows like Disneyland will do them yeah. or SeaWorld yeah. will do them. Mm-hmm. And they're very fancy because they have a lot of money put into it. And they're mm-hmm. typically not just fireworks. They do other things with it, right? Mm-hmm. Like lights and stuff like that. So that's always pretty entertaining. And as far as East Texas goes, we live in a gated community. So I know I can't say, <laughs> oh, just come fancy. to our fireworks show. Yeah. But they do a really good job and it's the first time in a long time I've enjoyed a fireworks show probably because we live there and we didn't have to deal with all of the stuff that goes along with traveling to see something you know that's going to take hours to start sometimes because that kids are like I'm over this like we've been sitting here for yeah forever because you have to get there so early to get your spot I know yeah um, I will tell you my favorite fireworks show I have ever been to, and again, because it's it's Disney, but Disney World's okay. Epcot. Yeah, I bet they firework do. show. They do it up. Yes, and if you go to Epcot, and they do it several times during right. the July Fourth, but you've got to stand in America, of course. That that <laughs> right. must be a, a go. But you got to stand in America. But it is a three sixty fireworks show. Oh, that is a new experience. Yes, so you're completely surrounded by fireworks. You're in American history. Right. I mean. It blew me away. Well, that's really good to it's know. Yeah, yeah, that's fun to know. Disney well, World's Epcot. I guess the Guinness World Records entry for the largest aerial firework display um, was broken in Colorado. Hmm, so that was kind of interesting, too. Didn't necessarily see that one on the map either. It's <laughs> a big one, no. but yeah. No. Now, 
I don't know about fireworks are fun because, you know, you don't get to see them all the time. So I would say that's definitely a top highlight of the 4th of July. But probably the second or maybe the first for a lot of people (laughs) is the food. Right. 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 Arguably the most famous 4th of July food tradition is the All-American Barbecue, which brings many American families and friends together around a grill. And in fact, more than 74 million Americans will plan to barbecue for this holiday season. Now, do you guys barbecue for the holiday? (laughs) We barbecue for every holiday. Every holiday. Yeah, that's just another day. (laughs) But I will say that... I would like to see the definition of these 74 million Americans, that barbecue. Barbecue, yeah. Because I will say in other parts of the country, the word barbecue is used very loosely. That's true. That's very. true. They're going to say they are barbecuing, and you look at their grill, and it's hot dogs and hamburgers. hamburgers. That's yeah, not a not barbecue, people. That's a grill. Not a yeah. barbecue. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, well, and it's interesting to note that, you know, we think of barbecue as being so American and even very Southern, like American South, but... You know, many believe that barbecue originated in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Hawaiian barbecue. Yes. So they like do it underground. Right. Korean but, barbecue yeah. too. Korean yeah. Barbecue. And then, you know, barbecue, especially pork, is so popular in the South because of the abundance of pigs. Yeah. Um, that, you know, barbecue style cooking allows for a lot of food to be cooked at once. So it's great for family cooking. And I know I love it from my perspective because I'm like, get out of my kitchen, <laughs> go outside, yeah. make that mess out there smoke it up out there and then it's way easier for me right Mm -hmm. anytime I think a lot of (laughs) women can relate right that (laughs) are mainly doing that kind of cooking so that's sort of how it became an American tradition so we mentioned hot dogs and hamburgers it's not a barbecue but barbecue but it is popular during fourth of July and summer in general exactly and then the national hot dog and sausage council Yes, it's a legitimate <laughs> council, has declared the month of July as National Hot Dog Month. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, however, the July 4th is the day in which hot dog consumption among Americans is the highest. I'm a little surprised by that, but yeah. I guess not so much. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. It is estimated that 150 million hot dogs will be eaten on July 4th. And while the exact origin of the hot dog is unknown, it is thought to have been brought to America by immigrants. Up until 1893, the hot dog wasn't even associated with American culture at all. In that year, the hot dog became standard fare at many baseball parks across America, thanks to St. Louis bar owner Chris Von Der Hi. <laughs> Bonderay. Bonderay, yeah, yeah. owner of the St. Louis Browns and a German immigrant. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Uh, you know, I think it's important for us to remember sort of our immigrant roots mm-hmm. as Americans. I mean, we like to say, oh, this is, you know, so American. It's a hot dog. Well, guess yeah. what, folks? <laughs> Nothing <laughs> really started here. It all came from the people that make up our great country. Okay, and true. so I think it's important to note that. And and that kind of even bleeds over into uh, Budweiser, right? You mm-hmm. you recognize that iconic can, red, white, and blue. It's no surprise that that's a July 4th staple. But again, it's an all-American beer, but it was started by a group of German immigrants, uh, again, in St. Louis. So yeah. the Anheuser-Busch Brewing Association, that's the father company of Budweiser, that was founded when Adolphus Busch married the daughter of Eberhard Anheuser in 1861. Wow. And then here's a little, like, 
beer history, which I thought was kind of interesting. So in the 1800s, that's right around when Budweiser was founded, beer was only distributed to the community in which it was brewed because back Mm. then you couldn't pasteurize it, right? And it would basically go bad. So thanks to the development of pasteurization, literally the same type of, you know, what you would do to pasteurize milk, right? Um, It could last up to four months and it could be shipped nationwide in refrigerated rail cars. So Budweiser started pasteurizing their beer, get this, before dairy farmers began to pasteurize milk, which I thought was pretty cool and interesting. Didn't know that. So there's your fast fact for winning that trivia night at your local bar. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. So far, we're not down on the complete list of food, but I want to ask you, if you had to pick, you know, barbecue, hot dogs or hamburgers, where which where are you landing? Barbecue. 100%. Okay. 100%. And what of kind course, of barbecue? My my dad, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, they are probably the best barbecuers around. Okay. So you don't even care about like going out for barbecue because you already oh, know. No, like yeah. there is no place that sells as good a barbecue as they do. Okay. Um my preferred is um ribs which kind pork pork like, ribs yeah okay yeah pork ribs my father-in-law makes the best okay it's so good but that is my preferred if i'm going out usually i get pulled pork i like pulled pork okay no not a, out. not a big brisket fan not a huge brisket fan okay. i'm not gonna turn any barbecue away yeah. though <laughs> I like brisket. It sometimes it can be a little fatty, or sometimes mm-hmm. it can be dry. It, so you really that's have to. The, it's the dry. That yeah, nobody wants that. No. Okay. No. Now hot I do dogs. have a funny, a funny beer story. Okay. American beer story. Yeah. I like beer, and I like to try it in other countries. And we went to London. Okay. And I was like, I want one of your local beers. And of course, with my accent, he mm-hmm. knew I was not local. Uh-huh. And he's like, Okay. But local beer served like locals like to drink it. Warm. Warm. And I was like, eh, okay, I'll do that. So I had that one. Okay. And then I go back to the bar and I'm like, I'd like a cold Miller Lite, please. <laughs> <laughs> and he laughed at me. Yeah, of course. Um, of course. But so now I don't like it warm. I don't like but. it warm either. Gross. I, know, I don't know. I yeah, think, it's an acquired I taste. I guess it's an acquired I taste. Guess, I think beer the, in general is an acquired taste, but well, I guess you got to start off with the warm. But part. I mean, the whole point to me of like a beer, it's that ice cold, it's the, refreshing. It's the best in the yeah, summer, right? right? When it's right. hot. Maybe, maybe does it not get as hot there? And so for them, like Probably. a warm beer is like comforting or something maybe. versus us. We're, we're sweating. Well, it is always rainy well, in London. Well, so maybe supposedly. I could see, maybe you wouldn't want an ice cold beer then. Maybe. Interesting. Okay. Are you a hot dog or a hamburger person if you had to pick? Uh, if I had to had to pick yeah. hot dog. Okay. I mean a hamburger. Okay, I was gonna say interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm more of a hamburger person if I had to pick. If I had to pick, I'm yeah. I'm not gonna kick the hot dog to now the curb. Now if we're gonna do hot dogs, I prefer like brats. Oh yeah. Step it up course. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. How do you like your hot dog? Like what do you want on it? Um I like ketchup and Relish. relish okay i'm i'm a mustard person yeah even on a hamburger yeah not a, i like ketchup for french fries not on my hot yeah. dogs or hamburgers yeah, yeah. i i like mustard okay but i prefer ketchup, prefer ketchup. Mm-hmm. okay fair mm-hmm. enough but i am not that much of a hot dog lover that like everyone always talks about like new york hot dogs yeah like out of the street car right 
not for me no not for me have you had a like i need to have my hot dog grilled okay yeah boil like i'm not i'm I'm not like a boiled hot dog in a bun wrapped in a paper i'm just like like how they give them to you at sam's club or costco yeah Yeah. i'm I'm not not a a big fan of that either i like a little bit of a char yeah give me my carcinogens with my hot dog yeah um what else was i gonna say oh have you had a bacon wrapped hot dog though no we used to have a hot dog place here in Tyler. I'm so sad they closed, but they did funky like stuff fancy like that. Stuff. Yeah, they cool did like ingredients. mac and cheese yes. hot dog. Mm-hmm. Of course. Oh, oh, we haven't even talked about a chili cheese hot dog. Well, that's true. Okay, that's, that's a whole other. That's not even. You're at a different level at that point. When that you're is adding a different level. That's yeah. Oh, that's the best. Diced onions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now. What is the iconic American dessert? It even has its own saying. Apple pie. Apple pie. That's right. Okay. Now, when the pilgrims came over to America to gain their independence, they started distancing themselves from British culture in every aspect of their lives, including what they were cooking. So maybe Mm -hmm. they used to cook scones and bread pudding. Bake, I should say. Um, But then... The Dutch immigrants and German immigrants introduced a a flaky, buttery crust that Mm -hmm. could be filled. And I was reading about this. And back then, they would just kind of eat the filling. Mm. And the crust was just the vehicle to deliver the cooked hot filling. It wasn't actually eaten as like a whole. Where now. seems like a waste. Right? (laughs) So now it's evolved into, you know, our iconic American pie, right? American dessert, right? Mm. All the pies. So... Um, while that certainly wasn't the first time an apple pie was baked, it's definitely like one of those pinnacle moments for the colonists that are like, oh, we sort of made this. We did this on our own and it just kind of stuck around. So are you a pie person or not? I'm really picky on my apple pie. Okay. And it has everything on pie in general. It has everything to do with the crust. Okay, like that kind more. of fruit pies because it can it can be dry. It's yeah. got to be really buttery and really sugary yeah. for me to like the pie. Crust. Do you like a crumble top? I prefer crumble top. Ber- but versus that's not like a full flat boring right but that's not the traditional apple pie no it's not it's It's not really called an apple pie with a crumble right crust but yes i prefer a crumble crust yeah okay so if you had to have just a plain apple pie would it be in your mind like the lattice top Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Yeah. i like like apple pie i I remember my grandpa used to always eat apple pie with a slice of cheddar cheese melted on top. I have heard have you that seen anybody before. Do that? Yeah. I have. I've never tried it. Yeah. Have you? No. I, I mean, I like apples and cheese, mm-hmm. but I feel like the apple pie, you just took it too sweet for took me it. to okay. kind of go for, but the mean, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had apple and cheese before. Yeah. So. I like apple and pie. I mean, cheese and pineapple. Oh, well, there you go. See, maybe it wouldn't be. It might not be that bad. Yeah, savory, savory, salty, sweet. Okay, so if you had to pick your favorite kind of pie, because pie is a big thing that's served, I feel like, on the 4th of July, not just apple pie. Do you right. have a, a runner-up? Yeah, the official, like a real pie, I like coconut cream pie. Ooh, coconut cream pie is good with the meringue on top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's a good one. That's the best. What I'd about probably, you? If I had to do... I mean, chocolate pie is another, like... You can't really go very, wrong. You can't go yeah. wrong with a chocolate but pie. But I would say if I was going to go with that type of a pie and not a fruit pie, I would mm-hmm. probably lean towards banana cream pie, but I'm picky on my banana cream pie. I don't okay. want it tasting like artificial bananas. bananas. I'm with you. It has to be... 
like the, the real legit. thing. Mm-hmm. I am with you. Yeah. I yeah. Lo- love bananas. I do not mm-hmm. like banana flavored things. Right. Yes. Yeah. And then there's lots of other food that's kind of synonymous with the 4th of July. I mean, you always picture watermelon. You picture Water. corn on the cob, which mm-hmm. I just learned today Popsicle. has zero nutritional value other than carbohydrates. <laughs> and I was disappointed, I guess, to say the least. Like, yes, I... I've been told this before too, but don't get down on corn for that. It's still great. <laughs> it's still delicious. Still yes, delicious. Yes. It's it yes. has a place. It, it does. It does. Um, so yeah, the I popsicles love popsicles are a big one. Yes. We're talking about our own favorite Fourth of mm-hmm. July things. My dad makes a fruit pizza. Ooh. And I've for, seen those. Yeah. Like a, it's like a tart kind of. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And he makes his like Crust. in a flag shape too or something? No, okay. no, but he does use red, white, and red, yeah. well, not red, yeah, white. Yeah, well, the, like whipped cream or. The cream cheese mm-hmm. is white, but he uses like strawberries and yeah, blueberries to make fun. it. So he themes it, but his crust is a sugar cookie. Ooh, yeah. yes. It's, mm, and then you got good. like the cream cheese on top mm-hmm, and the fruit. Mm-hmm. Look, yeah. it's amazing. That does sound good. And to be honest with you, when it's sitting out there in the hot sun <laughs> and that sugar cookie gets kind soft. of soft. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's You're it. good. You don't need a pie. You, you got your fancy, I got that, yeah. I got that yeah, fruit. That's fun. Well, we would love to hear some of um, y'all's traditions or favorite foods for the fourth. You know, it's always fun to share those things and, and what y'all are doing. I mean, we're probably just going to hunker down and enjoy our fireworks show. And we may or may not have company. Not sure because we're still, you know, hopefully going to be in our new house by then. Yeah. So fingers crossed. But we'll what are you guys doing? You're going to go over to your parents? or We don't know. It's always never okay. know until who it gets kn- closer who, who knows yeah but if you are looking for something to do in the area we are collecting gathering um, events from around the entire east texas yeah, area not just tyler not just tyler on our visit tyler calendar page which is at visit backslash calendar so people can go and submit their own events you can go and you can go and submit your own events Mm -hmm. or you can go and look for events we have a category that's independence day so you can filter out everything else and just look at independence day things you can filter out by city if you're looking for a specific city so we make it really easy to search through those. You can also find them on our app at Visit Tyler Texas, free on everything. So you can do those. Some of the big ones in the area, we are so, so, so happy that the air show is back this year. Oh, that's fun. Yes. Okay, tell me about that. So it is actually happening July I don't want to get it wrong. It's July 1st or 2nd. It's not the 4th. It's the Saturday. Where do they do that? July 2nd. The 2nd, okay. Yes. They do it out at the Historic Aviation Memorial Museum. I bet that's pretty cool to see, too. And is the museum open that day? The museum is open. If you've never been. Yeah, you can go and look at the museum if you've never been. I bet the kids really like that, right? They really like it. Full size, right? Yes. And And it full size planes on this day. You can actually ride in some of the planes. What? Pay, pay to take a ride in some of the planes with the um, pilots. Meet the pilots. They have, you know, those big military planes right. that do the show. Yeah, so, that's pretty fun. I bet, obviously, the so kids I can tell you love the, it. You yes. can use it as kind of um, half education, half entertainment, right? Talk yeah. about a little history there. I'm sure the people that work there are just like books of history right like open books for all 
Yes, and some of these pilots that come in for this, I mean, they're famous all over. For, for performing in the mm-hmm. air shows? For yeah. For performing in the air if shows. If you've never seen an air show, it is pretty jaw-dropping. It is. It I is. mean, I'm sure some are better than others, but it's pretty amazing the feats that they can do with those planes, especially because a lot of those it planes is. are older too, right? Do they fly some of the older planes in the air show? Or yes. They all? Okay. No, no, they're not That's all new impressive. ones. They're older ones and big ones. So you've got, let's see, a, a P-51 Mustang, um, a Warthog Thunderbolt. And these are like iconic planes that you, if somebody said picture a plane from like World War II or something, mm-hmm. it's what you would picture. So that's pretty amazing. Yes. And it's affordable too. So the if you pre-purchase your tickets, general admission is $25. And each general ticket includes one free child ticket oh, for good. 12 and under. Okay. So yeah, yeah as a family, as a family, can you like pack a picnic or how do how does people usually do that? I don't know. I've pop, never pop quiz. Let's so see. you Here have you, you not been? Have you been? Um, there are no coolers or loose ice of any kind allowed through the gates. Okay. Come well, and spend. They do have a restaurant out there. Oh, okay. So they do have a restaurant. You've out there. You've been there, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like you told We've me that there. you guys went, and it's fun because you can eat and then watch the. Yes, because you can watch the planes outside as well at the same time. So it's not it's something restaurant. just for the fourth, but the air show is the special. air show. Yeah. Yes. So you you can go out to the historic aviation memorial museum anytime and see some of those planes and go through the museum eat at the restaurant you can do that anytime but the air show is what is okay. special and so people can purchase tickets and see i did i did mess up it's july 1st okay. people can purchase tickets online okay um you can also find it on our website again visit tyler.com backslash calendar and it looks like the air show is in the evening anyway the air show right? is in the evening yeah. so you um, could- parking opens at one Mm-hmm. And the gates open at 2. Okay, so that's kind of fun. So mm-hmm. that's an option for people. And then I know, um, tell me what Lindsay Park is doing. They're having a something-something. Right. Lindsay Park is the main City of Tyler-hosted fireworks show here in Tyler. Okay. It's the, like the official city's fireworks show. Events. Yeah, so okay. a lot of people go to this every year. It um it opens at 2 p.m. and they'll have food trucks out there and games like a kids yeah, fest. Yeah, you can make thing. an afternoon of it. Yes, and people always worry about parking, but they do have shuttles for you. So where sh- if people are worried about parking, they just don't want to deal with it, where do you recommend they park to get a shuttle? Well, they'll have signs around there directing you exactly okay. where okay. to go. You're not going to want to go right up into Lindsay Park. You're not going to be able to go right up into right, Lindsay Park all the like food you trucks normally and stuff are do. Be, yeah, yeah, they'll have it sectioned off, but it's very well the signage, the signage is, is good, yeah. very well out there to to lead you to where where okay, to go. Where good. To go. And then I know mm-hmm. um Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park is doing something, and we yeah. have visited the park once um, for Halloween, and it was really fun. If you haven't been out there, they have so many great activities. I would say it's pretty affordable for family because you could do day passes. You don't have to camp there, but they do have cabins. I'm sure they're completely booked up for this holiday, but that doesn't mean they don't have day passes available. So you could always take advantage of that. Um and I was looking because I think they're doing the fireworks show more than just July 4th. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I read that too. So they have 
uh, July 4th activities happening, which they call it America the Beautiful, starting June 24th through July 7th. That's smart. They're just going to embrace it. And as a business, I would encourage you to do the same thing. Go ahead and jump on that bandwagon and just embrace that marketing opportunity. Yeah, no kidding. And if there's something, I mean, it's summertime, so people are looking for things to take their kids to. So if you're a small business owner and there's some way you can incorporate an activity or craft or something like that yeah. for 4th of Small July giveaway, in your anything. business. I mean, people will be there. Yeah. Well, and the other thing about Jellystone that I didn't mention, because when we were there in October, obviously this wasn't open. They have that little water park, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of nice because obviously nice. it's hot. So yes. and at least the kids can be cool. And then what about Lake Jacksonville? I thought I saw something. Because most lakes, I feel like, have some type of a firework show associated with that lake, right? Yes. And Lake Jacksonville has a public beach area. And so if you have a boat, you can go out on the lake if you want to to watch the fireworks. Or you can enjoy the fireworks from a couple of different public um, access areas. Okay. And uh, people love, that's the big one in Jacksonville and people love doing that. And then I noticed that, um, Longview is doing a fireworks and freedom show at the Longview convention complex or the Mod Cobb center. That's what I have always known it as. But yes. so do you know anything about that? As I've what they never do? been out there, but they just have a beautiful facility out yeah. there with lots of open green space. Mm-hmm. So I haven't ever been there, but I would imagine it would be a great place to go and hang out yeah and it's kind of centrally located to bring your on, chairs probably yeah, yeah where you are in east texas yeah yeah. Fun. yeah yeah so those those are the the biggie firework shows if you're looking for them slash festivals mm-hmm. um that are happening that people love to go to every year nice yeah i'm really excited about this year um i think that you know our daughter went through a phase where she didn't like loud noises mm-hmm. so fireworks weren't really in the cards for us but last year yeah. there was like a turning point she was old enough to be like okay this isn't scary it's really fun to watch so I'm excited yeah. about this year too yeah so we did one thing with Tucker um for his first I guess last year was his really first fireworks mm-hmm. show and we like did a lot of prep before like mm-hmm. it's gonna be loud we let him bring his little stuffed animal mm-hmm. and we got those earphones that's too. smart yeah so he really enjoyed it right um at first he was you know unsure sure. he doesn't like loud noises either yeah um but since we had already practiced with the headphones and we already told him it was gonna be loud but it's not gonna hurt us right we're not gonna be one of those people in the er because we're not right. gonna be you're not getting anywhere that close. near. I have zero desire <laughs> to set off fireworks. You're gonna get me to hold a sparkler. That's yeah. probably I'm the I'm iffy on it. sparklers. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't want fire sparkling in your in that face. Base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the extent of it. Or those little poppers that you can throw. That's probably about it. I love That's watching right. them, but I don't want to be up close to right. all that. I've action. done some Roman candles. I like Roman candles. Okay. See, listen to you. That's pretty big. That's like a. Big those that is probably a big one. But it's shooting away from you. You hope. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you want to be go uh, viral, then yeah, yeah. yeah, No, I read the instructions. Uh uh (laughs) You you don't wait. I'm a rule follower. Yeah, until you've had that six pack of Budweiser. No, then decide. No, 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 no. Not a good call. Yeah, we'll definitely reach out. We would love to share um, what everyone else is doing and if you have some good 4th of July spots, maybe even what fireworks stand you like because they're going to start popping up here 
pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'd be fun yeah. to see. And again, I'll say if you have an event that you want to list for free on Visit Tyler's website, visittyler.com backslash calendar. If you have any topic ideas or any questions for us, we're always happy to chat. Our website is etxpodcast.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram as well. We release a new episode every other week. And until next time, it's all good in the piney woods.